And so that's what I'm taking in. I'm also taking in confidence. I'm taking in bad bitch energy. I'm taking in my slay era for the whole fucking decade. Hey hottie, happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of To Be Honest, the podcast. Hope you're having a ripper day. Oh, a ripper day. My name's... Real Aussie. (laughs) My name's Duck Dog. Mm. You can call me Amanda if that floats your boat a bit more. And today I sit across from the iconic Miss Cara Aridi. Hello. Hello. How How are you going? (laughs) I like how after all this time we still haven't figured out like which of us are going to say how are you each week. So we always just say it at the same time. (laughs) I'm well. I'm doing quite well. Lovely. Even though I'm on the verge of being sick. Mm. And it's my birthday tomorrow. But I'm not going to go into that because I'm not manifesting it. It's not the no. vibe that I'm calling into my life. Anyway, no. how are you? I also am feeling a little bit under the weather. Yeah, that As might would be happen seeing as we live together and share <laughs> germs in some way. Mm. So All those late night makeout sessions that we do, just <laughs> <laughs> they're not giving <laughs> And I'm just feeling a bit like hoping that I don't get sick for your birthday vibes. Manifesting not doing that. Have my netball grand final tonight. Everyone wish me luck. Good luck. Thank you so much. Um, so, you know, a lot going on right now, but mm. that's that's okay. I do just want to quickly address, we're <laughs> recording the podcast and our upstairs neighbours, they seem to d- are deciding to be really active right now, yeah. doing some interesting things that are causing some noise we do apologize we just have to go ahead with recording hopefully it's not too distracting it's one of those situations where like they only seem to really do anything with their lives when we're recording we don't hear them any other time no at all no and it's it's quite it's quite frustrating i'll admit it yeah but we're going to ignore it because today we're talking about a fun and also slightly frightful topic if you want to look at it that way is it frightful? Well, some people think it is. But before we get into it, hmm. what do you have to be honest about this week, Duck Dog? So I have to be honest about the fact that I'm a legolas girly. Oh and my fucking God. What? <laughs> the fucking Lord of the Rings <laughs> reference again. Well, I love Lord of the Rings now. <laughs> I watched Lord of the Rings for the first time, the trilogy, about a month ago. Mm. And... It's my boyfriend's favourite movie, so that's why I finally watched it. Oh, my God, it's so good. Haven't you already been honest about this on the podcast? Have I? I think you might have. Maybe on the Patreon. But anyway, <laughs> my point is that I watch a lot of The Rings. I get the hype now. I want to talk about it all the time. When people ask me what I've been up to, I want to say I've been watching Lord of the Rings mm. and Legolas is my favourite because he's very efficient. Yeah, you've definitely said that one on the podcast before. Okay. So sorry if I'm repeating myself. It's been that kind of month. Anyway, that's what I have to be honest about today because I don't really have the emotional capacity for anything else. Would you say that you're the lady of the rings? That's, I hate that. Okay. I I literally wish you never said that. (laughs) Well, don't edit it out. I won't. Everyone needs to hear that frightful reference. (laughs) Anyway, what do you have to be honest about? Okay, what I have to be honest about is that today is my last day of my 20s. Mm. And I thought that it was an apt time to talk about that, considering we are talking about going into our 30s today. Talking about what it means to be 30, flirty and thriving. Or if you're on the other side of the fence, being 30, 
frightened and... This is not what it's cracked up to be. Yeah. Good one. The Thank new title of so this episode. Much. It won't be, but you know. <laughs> anyway, that's what we're talking about this week. So I thought that I would just note that right now I'm living the last day of my 20s. Mm. Have I done anything that exciting today? Not really. Although my best friend who has been in the UK for the past year has arrived and she's currently sleeping on our couch. No, I didn't. <laughs> so sorry. My other best friend besides <laughs> you... <laughs> straight way that you just said that no I didn't (laughs) anyway so that's exciting and we've got a really exciting day planned tomorrow for my 30th but you know today I'm just chilling lovely and that's just how I feel I feel like this is this is kind of a really really apt way to end my 20s it's just a kind of disappointing day what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) absolutely ridiculous (laughs) I'm kidding I'm kidding but it is chill it's super chill Lovely. Anyway, let's get into the episode. So as Kara mentioned, today we're talking about turning 30. And I the reason why we wanted to talk about this is because we're both about to turn 30 this year, specifically Kara's turning 30 tomorrow. And I think for a long time, both of us may have had some fear about turning 30. But, Absolutely. But yeah. as we get older, I actually am like, kind of like, fuck it, whatever. Oh, I'm like, make me 30 now. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. And so we thought it'd be fun to talk about it today because it's a very common thing that I think a lot of people, especially women, mm. feel. Um, so yeah, I guess, Miss Reedy, you're clearly not scared of turning 30. Not anymore. What was it like for you in your early 20s or maybe in your teenage years when you thought about the idea of turning 30? When I was in my teenage years, I did not think about turning 30 because that was like a lifetime away. I was like, am I ever going to turn 30? Who knows? Maybe it's just something that never happened. (laughs) But in my 20s, like obviously it's become – well, I actually remember like each – yeah, like every like few years in my 20s, I was like, oh my God, I'm turning this age. This is so crazy. I'm so old. So mm. it was like when I was en- exiting my teen years, I was like, oh, I'm 20. Like I'm in my 20s. And then it was like 23 or 24. I was like, oh, I'm like mid 20s now. Mm. And then I was like 27, 28. And I was like, oh, late 20s. Yuck. <laughs> and now I'm like, and then there was a little bit of like, oh God, my 30s are coming up. Like how frightful. But I really don't feel like that anymore. And I don't think I felt like that for a little while Mm. maybe it's because I have quite a few friends who are in their 30s now and even though it's not a conscious thing like I have maybe like um I don't know absorbed some of the whole like I know a lot of really fucking cool people in their 30s maybe it's because we've been watching re-watching Sex in the City and they're Mm. all in their 30s in the first few seasons and they're you know because it's so realistic they're thriving um but I think mostly it's because I have really just like realized that it's so fucking it's such a waste of time to like to resent and to worry about getting older yeah because like today I'm 29 tomorrow I'm gonna be 30 it's a day different I'm not I'm not any different I have like this whole I know I just I feel empowered to be 30 I think it's cool it's cool to be 30 I'm putting it out there guys (laughs) feel cool if you're 30 (laughs) yeah no literally (laughs) I can remember feeling the same like in my early 20s I actually had a lot of friends who were 30 or like just over 30 Mm. and I remember being in my early 20s and literally thinking to myself first of all these people are 30 that's crazy because they were in a similar stage in life to me Mm. but as well as that I remember thinking wow that is so far away that makes sense and I think as I've gotten older I've really learned to like 
be excited about and like genuinely feel excited about my 30s because everything I hear especially from women who are in their 30s is how empowered they feel now Mm -hmm. they're at that stage in their life and how uh, it really becomes a time in your life where you feel empowered to be true to yourself Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and yeah even though there's a lot of societal bullshit that comes along with you know turning 30 and stuff like that I I definitely feel way more excited for it than I ever thought that I would feel. And it's just interesting to look back and see how you used to feel about it. And then just be, I, I think about it now, I'm like, fuck, I was so naive in my early 20s thinking that was the best time of my life because it just yeah. wasn't, you know? like. Well, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, it sounds so cliche, but like, you know, the best time of your life is hopefully ahead of you. And like, you're just making, you know, yeah. fun experiences and like, you know, meeting new people and you know, having great friendships and relationships that enrich your life at any age. Mm. And I think as you were saying that like people say your 30 is like when you're most confident and you like know who you are and stuff like that. I've also heard that. But I've also heard just like randomly like people say your 40s are a certain mm. thing and your 50s and your 60s. Like I recently heard someone say that your 60s are really when, as a woman at least, you learn to not give a fuck about the world mm. and about, about like I guess how the world perceives you. Yeah. And so as we go along, I just think like, you know – we are almost like realizing as we hit these milestone ages that like life doesn't end no and it's like wow actually you can be happy and thriving at any age and it's like this crazy thing that I think as women specifically because obviously we can't talk from the male experience but like we specifically like so scared of getting older because there are a lot of I guess pressures like looks wise Mm. age wise like what your worth is and stuff like that yeah And then also, as we'll get into, like, family, like, marriage, kids and stuff like that, it's just – it's really, like, we have to, like, almost justify it by being, like, this decade is this of your life. And Mm. it's, like, it's all just life. Yeah. Can't we just enjoy it, like, as it is? Yeah. But anyway, I I think it's important to mention that we asked our followers how they felt Mm. about turning 30. Most of our followers are – I would say in their mid-20s, Yeah. most of our listeners. Um, we do have quite a few that are over the age of 30, though. Um, most people who weren't yet 30 are saying that they were a mix between super fucking scared. Like, I think it was an even mix between mm. I am so fucking scared, I'm so dreading it, or just being, like, crazy excited. Like, a lot of people were like, I want to be out of my 20s. I want this era to be over. I want to enter a new era of my life. Yeah. And I found that really, really interesting. Do you relate to, like, the wanting a new era kind of thing? I don't feel like it's like the wanting a new era, but for me, I think that a lot of the reason why that super scared feeling kind of disappeared was realizing that I don't have to do what society Mm. tells me that I need to do. And I feel really confident in that. I used to feel really scared. Like, you know, I've spoken about the fact that I'm not a super maternal person. And like at this stage, I don't think I'll have children. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not to say that I definitely never will. But like if you ask me right now if it was a yes or no and those were the only options, it would be a no. And I think that I used to feel a lot of fear of being like, I'm going to turn 30. I'm definitely not going to have border property. Mm. I'm definitely not going to be married. I'm definitely not going to have kids. And it's like, you know, then we look at our parents' generation where like a lot Mm. of them did that, you know what I mean? And so, but I think part of becoming super excited for being in my 30s was being like, 
wow, so I get to have the security in myself. I get to have the uh, the knowing of myself and knowing what I want from my life. Mm. But I also get to have the freedom to choose what I want. Exactly. And I think that that made me really excited because it was like, I don't have to do what everyone else has been doing or do what I feel like I'm societally pressured to do. I actually am in control of making these decisions for myself. And I I don't need to do what everyone else thinks will make me happy. I can just do what is going to make me happy, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Do you think it's come with a greater sense of identity as well? Yeah, Because that's how I feel it is for me. Yeah. I feel like it's, you know, when you're in your mid-20s and stuff like that. And look, people probably still say this, and it's not about what people say, but like I feel like when I was younger, because I'm similar to you, like I've never been certain about whether I want kids. I'm kind of gradually becoming less certain that I don't want kids (laughs) just because all my friends are having kids and I'm fucking obsessed with them all. But... You know, I don't I'm, – I'm similar to you. Like, I don't know if it's on the cards for me. And, like, I'm certainly not about to have a kid in the next, like, one to two years. Mm. Um, that is very soon. That's what I mean. That but would people would say that. Like, a lot of people – like, I have a lot of friends who would be like, in the next couple of years I'll have a kid. That is Even crazy. if they're not in relationships. <laughs> like, is you know, if, they, if they're like, oh, I just met someone and I reckon I want kids in the next couple of years. Like, a lot of people feel that way, which is fine. But I'm not in that space. Mm. And I think – when I was in my mid-20s and I was saying, I don't know if I want kids, people would be like, oh, yeah, you'll you'll probably will when you're older. Like, oh, when you meet someone, blah, 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 blah. And you look, spoiler alert, I've met someone and <laughs> you should see Ducky's face right now. Like, oh, she's dropping the tea. I've met someone and also I'm older and I still don't know if I yeah. want kids. Yeah. So I think that sense of identity and also almost like that sense of confidence in your identity of mm. like, hey, like I get to say what I want now and you don't get to tell me that when I'm older I'll figure it out Mm. because this is just how I feel and I'm allowed to feel this way. And I guess it also comes with a sense of like confidence in, I think I really have had a shift in the past like six to eight months in terms of like confidence about where I want to go, what I want to do with my life and, you know, not being so hard on myself in terms of career and stuff like that Mm. and just letting myself have the space to figure it out. Because I think that's something that weighed on me a lot when I was considering my 30s as this Mm. big thing is like, oh, my God, I can't be 30 and not know what I'm doing with my career or my life or where I'm living or my when I'm going to like buy a home or if I'm going to buy a home or if I want to travel. Like I can't do I can't enter my 30s with Mm. all these questions. And it's like, actually, you can. Yeah. And it's probably the best time to enter your 30s because it's like you get to figure it out. I think the thing that we really need to like tap into as well and acknowledge is the fact that like no one ever has it actually figured out. Like no. every single person that I know in my life does not know what the fuck they're doing. And that is even the people who seem the most put together mm-hmm. in your traditional way with their fucking house and their kids and, and the marriage and the super successful career and financial stability and perhaps they travel a lot and all this even those people don't know what the fuck they're doing. No, and, like, that is not a judgment because that is just a reality of life. Like, being human is a fucking mind fuck. It's a it roller just coaster. Is. And things are constantly going to change. Like, we constantly see people like our parents' age changing their mind on where they want to live, what they want to mm-hmm. do for work. We see people getting divorced. Like, all of these things happen. You get women in their 40s now deciding, actually, I do want to have a baby and it happening. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's not like there is... There are some biological time limits in, in terms yeah. of uh, giving birth We as can't a deny woman. that. <laughs> we can't deny that. But when it comes to, like, life in general, like, 
things actually do keep going and you can keep enjoying yourself. Like what part of life told us that we just had to only enjoy the 10 years between 20 and 30? Like apparently those are the best years of your life, but it's like we have the opportunity for the rest of our life to be the best years of our life. I completely agree because I really do think there is something to be said for the romanticization of of your 20s. Oh, totally and like on the one hand i don't think a healthy i don't think it's bad for a healthy amount of romanticization to exist like you know to be like these are like great years like enjoy them like travel party like you know be free like make spontaneous decisions like yes do Mm. all those things if you have the means and you have the privilege but i also find it quite funny because those things are often at odds with what these milestones were meant to hit when my 30 are right yeah. like it's like go traveling and 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 party and like you know buy things like when you're single and young and don't have kids to pay for and all this stuff but then when you hit 30 make sure you've got a house and have kids and you're married and you've got savings and mm. you've got a great career and it's like well how are we meant to do both like it's it's almost like there is no balance in what we're expected to do no and it is this tug of war between when you're in your 20s, like, oh, should I be going out more and enjoying more? But, like, what if what am I going to do with money? Like, I'm stressed about my work and, like, I don't really want to do this for my career. But, like, you're always trying to balance that line mm. between what you should be doing to enjoy your 20s and what you should be doing to prepare yourself for when you're older. Yeah. And it's actually kind of fucking impossible. It's absolutely impossible. Yeah. And we're constantly told that we need to be doing more always. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like... There's literally, it's it's really beautiful to be like, hang on a second, this is really, really hard to actually achieve that, yeah. you know, like, and that just is true. That mm. is the way that it is. And the sooner that we realize that, like, the majority of people in, like, for example, for us on the Gold Coast, like, the majority of people our age are in a similar boat to us, yeah. right? And then there's, like, probably the 5% at the top. <laughs> the top 5%. Not, <laughs> not in a similar boat to us. But, yeah, I do think that we really need to release this pressure from ourselves and remind us ourselves that, like, we don't need to, like, go so hard in our 20s so it's the best time of our life. You know what I think is a perfect example of this? Mm. Grey nomads. Yeah, I completely agree. I was I was about to say, who said that your 30s is when you need to buy a house, that you need to travel, that you need to... I mean, like you said before, kids is a different thing because biologically there is, for women at least, mm. there is some sort of time restraint on, you know, when we are able to naturally conceive mm. and stuff like that. Like, generally, I think it's around our mid-30s that, like, that's our optimal time or behind us. Like, 35 and below is optimal time. Yeah. But if we get rid of that, no other reason why you'd need to buy a house or anything like that or have a career. Like, there's really no other reason why we should be pressuring ourselves this much. Mm. And it's actually interesting because we asked our listeners on Instagram what the biggest pressures are they feel about turning 30, and it was overwhelmingly the few things that we've mentioned which is career buying a house starting a family Mm -hmm. which includes having kids getting married and like it's so true like everyone's still feeling like this even though I think you know as a society we do keep getting more and more progressive and open to different things there is still this this thing that has been ingrained in all of us to feel like we need to do these things in order to be worthy in a way. And I think comparison comes into this a lot as well, Mm. you know, because like, for example, for me, if like all my close girlfriends decided to have kids and I didn't, Mm. I think that would be the hardest thing Mm. about not having kids 
for me at this point in my life. Right. Is like everyone else will be doing the same thing, but I won't. And I do think hot take that a lot of people have kids out of fear of thinking it's what they should be doing. I mean, probably, yeah. Whether it, It's probably not a conscious thought, but no, a lot of people, no. you know, have kids without maybe thinking about the fact that, like, they don't have to have kids. Yeah. And, or maybe considering whether it is right for them. And that's, again, not a judgment because that is just the way that, like, life works yeah. and the way that we're raised. But I definitely agree with that. And I think that um, having that space and almost like, <laughs> this is going to sound weird, but almost like, being forced into having more time to make those decisions, mm. i.e. being single <laughs> or, like, being poor yeah. in your 20s, like, can really help to kind of give you perspective, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, we're probably not the best example because I think we've both known from a young age that we're not crazy maternal and we're not like, oh, my God, I need to have kids and stuff like that. Mm. But, like, yeah, like, I... I've learned I learned so much from being single mm-hmm. and like seeing even like my friends go through relationships or just like spending more time time with my single friends all my friends in relationships just like living through my 20s single and figuring out what I actually wanted and what I actually believed without the pressure yeah. of oh you're with someone you should get married you should have kids you should do this you should do that yeah I'd actually really be interested because like Ducky said the three main things that people said were like kind of the pressures they felt for their 30s was career buying a house and starting a family starting a family is I think like the baseline one like across the world right like yeah we are like I think if we're gonna like break down social like pressures like starting a family is going to be like the foundation bottom tier like we're gonna have to get through so much fucking shit before we get there yeah because that's like just the crux of humanity right Mm -hmm. career I think is understandable personally that's the one I've struggled with the most in terms of like am I where I should be am I'm embarrassed to say this is my career at this age and stuff like that it's like massive imposter syndrome and stuff like that Mm. and I do think that would be like in a way like quite universal but the one I'm interested in is buying a house because I want to know, like, we have a lot of listeners from, like, Europe and the US and stuff like that in the UK. And here in Australia, I feel like it's way less realistic to buy a house anymore like as it used to be. But it is still possible. It's still possible. I mean, it's possible if you're on a high income. Not necessarily. Like, you like you can't... Like, this is the thing, right? Like... You can buy a rural house, but, like, if you want to live in, like, a major city, you have to compromise so much of your life in order to be able... That's just, this is just my... my well, this is what I'm saying, it. though. Yeah. It's, like, it, it's about, like, you know lifestyle and like you know standard of living and stuff like that and yes obviously like we there is a lot of there's a lot to be said for the privilege of earning like a quote-unquote a high income Mm. but in Australia I do think it is relatively achievable for a couple I will say for Mm. dual income earners Mm. especially without kids to own a house maybe in like the suburbs like in the suburbs of Melbourne for example you're thinking where you're from in Melbourne not that area that's too close to the city now like out but it's still possible. I want to know if other people from other countries have this same thing ingrained in them. Like, if you're from Sweden or Germany or I don't fucking know, anywhere. Like, in the, I don't even know about the US. Is it something that's, like, drilled into you? Like, buy a house? Because in Australia, it is something that's drilled into you to buy a house. And, like, that could be us coming from a place of privilege. And it probably is to a degree. But, like, both, like, both of our parents or my parents own their house. Your parents own their houses. Yeah. And... I think it is, like, something that if you have even, like, slightly the means, it's, like, buy a house. Otherwise, you've failed. 
Like that kind of thing. I think so. And I think I I see where, like, for example, our parents' generation mm. are coming from in terms of the economy and the fact that, like, they probably want us to buy property because property just keeps going up in price. And it's like, I don't think it comes from a space of shame. I think it comes from a space of love in that sense that, like, I think that mm. a lot of people in our parents' generation just want us to feel financially secure. And yeah. in Australia, a way to feel financially secure is to not have to try and find a rental. I think it's a lot to do with owning property as an investment as Yes. Well. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like yeah. okay. a lot of people invest in property, mm-hmm. but then like that, I mean, this is a total other tangent. <laughs> then those people can invest in property a lot easier than yeah. a first-time home buyer and stuff like that. There's a level of privilege that comes with being able Absolutely. to even afford to buy a property yeah. um, in the first place. But yes, it is definitely a big thing here and I've seen how it's affected friends of mine who have felt like they need to do that and they need to prioritize doing that Mm. over every other thing in their life and and it's one of those things that I think is subconscious of like not even thinking about whether you actually want to be doing it if that makes sense it's more just like well this is what I do Mm. I save oh yeah to buy property because that's just what happens yeah yeah for sure I agree another thing that I want to talk about is the feeling of being single in your late 20s or in your Mm. 20s in general but as you kind of enter your 30s I guess because look guys I got in just in the nick of time (laughs) as I mentioned I have recently started dating someone and but before that like for a long long time for a couple of years at least like and especially like in the past year or so as I've approached 30 Mm. as much as I hate to admit it and fucking trust me I hate to admit it because I don't ever want to admit that I was worried about being alone Mm. But it's a human fear, right? Mm. And I was afraid of it. I was like, I'm going to be 30. I'm going to be single. I'm, you know, still dealing with these, like, issues with, like, dating and stuff like that. What if I never find someone? What if it's too late? Like, all these crazy thoughts in my head Mm. of, like, what if, what if, what if, what if I'm alone forever? What if I'm not lovable anymore because I'm 30, single, and everyone's paired up? Everyone in the world but me has a partner. (laughs) Like, literally, like, these are the thoughts running through my head. Yeah. And I was, like, actually, like, envisioning myself, like, oh, I'm 30, so I'm going to be, like, 40 and alone, 50 and alone, 60 and alone. And, like, mm. not that there's anything wrong with that mm. at all. And, you know, I'm not saying that that's something that's bad if anyone listening is, you know, experiencing that. It's just that, obviously, like, there is there is some sort of human need there that wants connection and that mm. wants romance and wants that, like, love with someone else romantically. Yeah. And I do think that because a lot of these milestones are tied to having a partner because we do – and I think this goes for men and women. I think women in a very different way. Like, obviously, men can be considered bachelors and, like, you know, they have all the time up their sleeve in terms of dating. I think a lot of women have this higher pressure because we are, you know – at a child, what's it called, childbearing age and Mm. stuff like that. And maybe, like, we are thought to be maybe something a little bit defective about us if we haven't got a (sighs) partner, like, as, like, a very underlying message. Yeah. I think that men and women feel this as they get older. Have you felt like this at all? Because I know you obviously started dating your partner only last year. Yeah, definitely. I think the main thing that I noticed is that, I have, I found like before I met my boyfriend that I would go on dates with guys who were like Mm. in their early thirties and it literally just felt like they were trying to find a wife. Like it was like farmer wants a wife vibes. Great show though. Great show though. (laughs) But it's interesting, right? Because I think that you're right. Men and women do feel it in different ways. 
I think it's a specific type of guy that feels mm. this like pressure and it's almost like subconsciously at least the way that I received it was like it wasn't even like they were looking to connect with me in particular they were just looking to connect with a woman around their age around childbearing age (laughs) who would be looking to settle down the next couple of years right Mm. because they're feeling that societal pressure too I think that women feel it definitely a lot more Mm. um, because it's not a woman who is single at 35 is less desirable than a man Mm. who's single at 35 that's society's point of view, not mine. Just an FYI. No, we're going to cut it so it's like, it's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very interesting. And I think that I found this, like, it's very funny because in my mid-20s, I dated two people in particular who were in their early 30s, mm-hmm. two guys. And first of all, they're the two guys that fucked me up the most. <laughs> <laughs> But so let's start there. Let's start there. But they were like seven years older than me, right? And like looking at the eight, like I'm not even as old now as they were when they yeah. were dating me. And I'm like, that is so crazy because, you know, they were living this very like, I guess like free spirited kind of lifestyle, mm. but no one looked at it as a bad thing. No. Like people desired the lifestyle that they had. Whereas I think that a lot of women, I can actually remember a woman who was in the same friend group and she was 34 Um, She was just like floating around Australia, living in different places, traveling around, figuring out where she wanted to be and what she wanted to do. And she was dating, but she wasn't, you know, she Mm. was very casual about it. And I can remember people making comments about the fact that what is she even doing kind of thing. Mm. But then literally the guy I was dating was doing the exact same thing. It is interesting that we put way more responsibility on women and women's choices and women to, you know, have shit figured out more than we do with men. Like, yeah. we obviously know that's a thing a lot of the time in um, relationships, heterosexual mm. relationships, where the women, the woman is the one who's organizing things and keeping things in order and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's interesting. I've never fathomed that that can be something we think about when it comes to a single woman doing her fucking thing. Maybe it's because we're threatened. Maybe it's because men or woman mm. or any gender, we are threatened by a woman who's just doing what she wants to do until she figures out what she wants to do next. Yeah. Maybe we just don't like it. It's very interesting. But mm. I definitely agree with what you're saying. Like, I think that on a whole, like, obviously there are guys like – in their early 30s who are looking to wife someone up and pop a couple out and buy a block (laughs) of land in the next couple of years. However, there are a lot of women who get shamed for wanting that. Mm. And then there's also a lot of women. It's almost like you can't be a woman single in your 30s in any capacity. Because if if you're casually dating (laughs) as a single woman in your 30s, and you're just, like, enjoying your life and whatever, being non-committal. People are like, what the fuck are you doing? Have some kids. Buy a house. But then if you actually want that and openly Desperate. want that, men are like, whoa, that's Move a bit full on. Way too fast. Way yeah. too fast. Super interesting. Mm. So I know I didn't even answer your question. I don't remember what my question was. <laughs> your question was, how did I feel being single like oh, yeah. in my 20s and stuff like that? And it's very interesting because I think I started to become more secure in it as time went mm. on. In my mid-20s, I really felt this like desperation to like be in a relationship, commit to someone, like fully, I don't know, just like find a partner, if that mm. makes sense. And then as time went on, and I've talked about this before, I think the reason why my boyfriend now is so good for me and we're so good together is mm. the fact that we both weren't, like, just looking for a relationship. We, like, yeah. met and we really connected with each other and decided to be together. And, like, 
I had dated a few people in the couple of years before meeting him that I had just been like, wow, this is such a no, if that mm. makes sense. Like, I don't know. And well, you knew what you wanted more. I knew what I wanted yeah. more. And I think that is the beauty about dating in your 20s is actually figuring out what you want and the type of person mm. you want to be with. And that's what allows, and I think this is beautiful, I think that less women these days are settling in mm. order to be in a relationship by the time they're 30. Yeah. yeah. And, like, if I hadn't met my boyfriend now and I was still single, like, yeah, there'd be societal pressure that would be coming up mm. of, like, oh, my God, I'm turning 30 this year, all my friends are in relationships, like, all this kind of stuff. Mm. But at the end of the day, like, I personally would rather be single than be in a relationship with someone who isn't in alignment with me. Absolutely. And I also think, like, while you can, obviously, and people definitely do, grow and change within relationships Mm, absolutely as in like in the right healthy relationships where like you know you love each other enough and give each other enough space to Mm. grow and change there is something to be said for how powerful it can be to truly figure out who you are you know whatever the fuck that means to you like Mm. figure out who you are no matter what age you are but let's say for the sake of it you know in your 20s enter your 30s single and then you have more of an idea of what you want you have more of an idea what you're bringing to the table in a relationship and what you need to be brought to you in a relationship totally and i think you know in your case with your partner the fact that you it makes a lot of sense to me that you kind of were looking for something in like your mid 20s or early 20s and then you kind of shifted to this mindset of like you're not looking for something you're just open to something mm. and then you know a healthy relationship presented itself mm. because you weren't trying to get into a relationship to fulfill these like pressures that what you were putting on yourself and that everyone else is putting on you as well yeah. whether we meant to or not yeah it's very, very interesting and it makes a lot of sense when you look at it like that. And I think, like, that could be the silver lining, right? Is that if, if you guys, anyone listening, if you are like us and like we were, like, kind of scared about being single as you get older and stuff like that, take it as, take it as an opportunity to, like, get to know yourself super mm. well. Because, I mean, I've even realized, like, you know, being in a very, very new relationship, like, just how like revolutionary it is to know yourself so well Mm. when you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. because it really kind of provides that like guiding light for I guess everything you do and how you treat someone and how you allow yourself to be treated as well for sure Mm. honestly like I agree with you I think my biggest piece of advice and the one thing that I'm so grateful that I did was have that time single and like consciously saying Mm. no to people (laughs) that were not what I wanted because I think that allows space for someone that you really want and someone who you can connect with deeply and who shares a lot of values to come into your life. And I think whether that be in your early 20s, in your late 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, whenever that time Mm. is, regardless, I think that's a beautiful time to spend with yourself. Um, And it allows yeah that space for someone really special to come into your life. Completely agree. Yeah. I think to end the episode, we should talk about what we are, what energy we're bringing to our 30s. Mm. What energy are you going to bring? Your 30th is in November. Look, I feel like I'm inviting a few different kind of energies into Mm. my life. It's a party. Yeah, basically. (laughs) I feel like I am not looking to like cement myself anywhere in particular. Mm. Like I'm very open to like moving to new places and Mm. trying new things. 
And I'm just kind of inviting in this like go with the flow kind of nice. energy because that's what's really been missing in my life the past couple of years. I'm, I've been very rigid. I felt very stagnant and I feel excited to go into my 30s, you know, with lots of opportunity, with mm. no specific direction. I'm loving the lack of direction. Mm-hmm. I'm loving all of the different options that I feel like. I have, would love to travel, would love to keep being creative, you know, try new things. That's kind Mm. of the energy I'm inviting in. I love that. What about you? Look, as of tomorrow, here is the energy I'll be bringing. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, I kind of, I relate to what you're saying about go with the flow because I've been thinking lately and I'm going to, this is the first time I've ever tried to express this. I don't even know if I'm going to do a good job, but I want my 30s and the energy I'm taking into it is this letting go of who I think I should be Mm. and the things I think I should do and perhaps even the way that I hold on to beliefs that I previously had that maybe I don't really feel anymore but I might feel a bit self-conscious about going against things that I might have previously said or done does Mm. that make sense yeah like this like untethered but not in the way of like untethered completely and just like woohoo like doing whatever the fuck I want although kind of like what's wrong with that (laughs) maybe I do want to do that maybe I'm talking myself into being completely untethered at this point Mm. but like just you know going with the flow like you said and trusting myself to make decisions that will be right for me Mm. and that will I guess feel good in the moment and in the future Mm -hmm. because I think that is something that I learned in my late 20s is learning to trust myself and have faith in the fact that like I can trust myself yeah that was a huge thing for me to learn is like the idea that like when I when I read something I read it in a book and someone said can you trust yourself and like I think most people's like reaction is like an automatic yeah of course I can but like when I thought about it deep down I was like can I Mm. like do I trust myself and so that's what I'm taking in I'm also taking in confidence I'm taking in bad bitch energy I'm taking in my sleigh era for the whole fucking decade I just I'm looking forward to fully thriving because that's what I deserve absolutely Mm. to end this episode I want to say happy birthday Miss Reedy (laughs) When you're listening to this episode, it's going to have been Kara's birthday. Yes. So um, I welcome you DMing her happy birthday wishes about how she's such a sleigh in every way. Um, but yeah, happy birthday, darling. Very, very excited for what's to come from mm. the next year of your life. I think there's lots of really beautiful things happening for you, which mm-hmm. is really nice. And yeah, to anyone listening, I know that it can be a really overwhelming experience like navigating life in your 20s in general and then going into your 30s it can be really confronting and it can be really hard to have these realizations that perhaps you do want to do things against societal norms Mm. or against what your friends and family around you are doing but a reminder that being true to yourself and what you actually want is going to create the happiest life for you Mm -hmm. um, and trying to find the courage to do that I think is something that both of us really encourage you to do completely agree you can slay at any age and that Mm. is just a fact it is yeah (laughs) anyway guys as always thank you for listening if you'd like bonus content we do have weekly bonus episodes going up on our patreon which you can sign up to by the link in the episode description Hope you have a really beautiful day. We'll be in your ears next Friday. Love ya. Bye. Bye.